Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 Post Game Show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Dougie Fresh, as Ty likes to call you. I like it. Yeah. So we got Dougie Fresh on us with, the, with us tonight. Feeling pretty Doug. fresh right now. Feeling pretty fresh. I bet. The Pirates lose seven in a row. And Mitch Keller, the streak stopper, comes out in a big way tonight. Rodolfo Castro hits a home run. The Pirates have a victory in May. It's absolutely wonderful. I mean, it wasn't just a seven-game losing streak. They never had a lead at the end of an inning. Uh, McCutcheon hit a home run. Next inning, we refused to field any grounders, and it was gone. I mean, we it wasn't just a losing streak. It, I mean, and, you know, as Pirates fans, seven games to, uh, you know, two good teams just brought back every fear we had, you know, during the offseason and, all the PTSD from seasons past. So w- what a great, <laughs> great effort. Uh, what a, just again, I don't want to say he's an ace, but he's our ace. And he did exactly what he was supposed to do, exactly what we needed. And he was just masterful. I cannot go down that path yet too about the whole ace. And, and I think that about it too, is like, I don't really care about ace and numbers. Like give me five good pitchers. And the only thing Mitch Keller has done so far in it's been like 355 days, more or less, is proven that he is a really good pitcher. Whether you want to label him an ace, a one, two, three, whatever it is, he's a damn good pitcher. You're, and you're Mitch absolutely Keller right. right now. Yeah, you're absolutely year, right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It, it, it really doesn't. I, I don't mean, care if he's the number three. Have, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you would like to have, you know, like two or three, like really, really, really good pitchers in the playoffs. Comes time, and he can find, like, we can find out if he defines to be one of that. But at this point in time, Mitch Keller has a two point seven two ERA in the year twenty twenty three. His WHIP, I think, is one point one three. I mean, even last year when he was pitching well, he was putting guys on base and getting out of it with double plays. And we had a little concern about that because, okay, now the shift rules and this sort of thing. And now he's just striking guys out and and getting easy pop-ups. I mean, he, yeah, he looks terrific. Uh, You know, he looked terrific in his last start, but you know, again, we just refused to feel the ball for him. So he's doing exactly what you want one of your, you know, top pitchers to do. He's, he's keeping you in games, you know, all the cliches he's doing well. He didn't just keep you in this game. He finished this game, you know, something we haven't seen in an awfully long time. Um, It's getting about as rare as Haley's comments. So uh, we, we, you know, a pirates with a complete game with a, you know, with a manager that just doesn't really let you go into the sixth inning too often, (laughs) seventh inning. So um, it was, it was something It, it was, you know, we can all take a little sigh, of relief now after just you know maybe right. maybe we can't beat the good teams but we could still beat the bad teams right and that's so a you step say, <laughs> you say as rare as Haley's comment or i don't know an austin hedges double even oh my we had one of those tonight too oh my. we'll get more into that i want to yeah. stick on yeah. keller though 
Yeah. Because yes. So I didn't even realize it until it said on the broadcast. And I was like, I swore he went into the eighth like one time last year, the year before, like them talking about it. And they were right. He never went to the eighth inning before. Tonight was the first time. And then he went on top of that. Like you said, he finished out. So he goes and, and beats his personal record going into the eighth inning. And then he has a complete game shutout on top of it. Right. Mitch Hold- Keller, a dog. Holderman and Bednar didn't even have to get up and warm up. I mean, that, you know, no one had to get up and warm up. I mean, what a great performance. Yeah. Gutsy. Uh, you know, all the things that we've been waiting for from him that, you know, he, like you said, he was just a dog out there. He, he, he was not scared. He, he, he was not unsure. He knew what he was doing. He had a plan. Uh, you know, I guess hats off to Hedgy, as they like to say. And, um, it was just and 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 to uh, uh Shelton too, out of character for Shelton. That, that I mean, he had 98 pitches through eight innings. Um, it's you know I'm stunned that he let him go. I I I I, I was wanting him to do it, uh, but I, I think I remember last year. Yeah, there was a game where he went seven. And I'm like, oh, we should bring him out for the eighth. And no, we were still babying him, still protecting him. Yeah, and I give Shelton credit the way he's handled. He is showing. Mitch Keller that he has c- complete confidence in him. He, he there's a couple times now that he has let him go beyond what we've been used to, you know, him seeing him allowing guys to go. Um, so yeah, you know what though, I want to take it a step farther. And, and like you were correct, like yes, he's he's showing confidence in Mitch Keller. But here's the thing on the other side, Mitch Keller is show, like he's confident in himself. He's showing he wants to go out there and he can do it. Also, I, I know we keep like talking about that. Maybe I really do. Maybe am I on ever like Mitch Keller start now that I'm thinking about it? Because <laughs> I feel like I keep talking about this. But again, like you go back and it's like, yeah, maybe last year you're taking him out because you want him to feel good after seven, not you know, right? You, you didn't want to take any innings. chances last year. It's like, yeah, hey, you seven, know, when it's like seven two run innings, two runs. Let's let's call it a day here. So he goes feels good into that next start. Right. right. You know, he, he's still confident. It's a, it's a good start. Let's get him out. He can feel good about this instead of chancing the eighth. And like now. Mitch Keller is proving to you he is that guy, you know, and, and he believes in himself and he wants to go out into the ninth inning. He wants to shut this down. And, you know, I'm kind of with you where the pitch count was, you know, it's kind of up there, but like I felt like he should go out there. Shelton did the right thing and he did. And he looked, I mean, just as good in the ninth inning as he did in the first. Right. He looked better. He, I mean, he was throwing fewer, few pitches per inning as the game went along. Um, you know, he had a, an 11 pitch at bat with Ryan McMahon. There you go. Um, yeah, look at that. That's nine, eight, seven. I mean, look at that. <laughs> you know, your last three innings, you know, my goodness, 24 pitches. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he looked, he, he didn't look tired. He, he, you know, he wasn't bending over, hands on his knees, thinking, you know, no, he looked, he looked strong. He looked confident. Um, and, and he should have been. He, you know, he, he had every reason. That, there was, that was not false confidence there. He had every reason to believe in what he was doing. Right. And, and again, like tonight just kind of showed it. You know, what's very impressive about Mitch Keller is all the ways he can make outs. My biggest fear coming into this year, going back to you talking about the whip. You know, last year there was a lot of getting guys on base still. He was inducing a lot of weak contact, but he got guys on base, get the big double play, but guys are on base. Right. And so now with the end of the shift, how is that going to affect Mitch Keller? Right. right. I know he pitches the contact very well. He induces weak contact, but – with no shift, you're expecting more hits. Is that going to affect him? He's come out and shown, listen, I can still get weak hits when needed. 
but I can strike guys out and I don't fear him anymore. And again, tonight with that eight strikeouts in nine innings, only four hits, only one walk. I mean, this is a complete different Mitch Keller. So again, going back to the whole ace talk as well, it's arguable. I'll give you that. I mean, he is showing everything you need right now to put him in that argument. Hey, I'm putting him on the all-star team at this point. So now I don't, I don't know uh, a month from now, if we'll still feel that, but, but right now, if we had to pick all-stars, he, he, he looks like an all-star pitcher to me. Again, I, I agree. I'm not ready to, to call him Verlander Scherzer in the prime, anything like that. I'll tell you this. And I saw this guy pitch quite a bit and I know it's way out there. What this outing reminded me of was Greg Maddox. Um, he, he was efficient. No, just, just oh, this outing, <laughs> just, just this outing. And, and actually the difference is, is Maddox never had to throw strikes. He, he was given three inches, six inches on each side <laughs> of the plate. So, so, but right. it was just, a, it was just a, an efficient, um, at, it, you know, at no point was he just, you didn't feel like he was blowing people away or dominating. He, he was just getting out after out after out. Um, and someone got on, he took care of it. He handled his business. So uh, it, it was, it, again, this, I did individual outing. He was very impressive. Um, he looks like he's turned into that guy that we were waiting for when we were looking at those prospect lists, at, you know, in 2015, 2016. And we're like, oh, my God, this guy's going to come up. And, and you know, and then we were afraid that he wasn't even going to be a number five starter. At this time last year, at this time last year, Tyler was saying, I think we may have seen the last start <laughs> as a pirate for Mitch Keller. And sure. No, 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 no. We're looking forward to what it, Saturday. We'll be in his next one. Yep. Or Sunday, probably. Yep. Yeah, I think so. There's um, a day off. So. And, and something I want to add here, too, like, and the velocity was also there. His 100th pitch was 97. He's, he threw 98 in the, in the seventh inning. I mean, again, like we're just seeing Mitch Keller is just a pitcher. He's just a complete pitcher right now. Um, I can't, I can't say it, like enough good things about him. I'm so happy for him. Just, I'm so happy for him. I just get elated every time I get to talk about him. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know because I, he just looked like a whip dog, you know, every outing there for, for, I don't know, two and a half years. And now he's just a dog, you know? So it, it's, it's, you know, it's exciting to see. Now, I mean, look, who would have thought that we'd be clamoring for a Keller extension? you know, last year. So, um, I mean, this is quite a turnaround. We're there. Yeah, we are there. Yeah. People we're talking about <laughs> do it now before he prices himself before, out. Yeah, and he gets I, more I don't expensive. like that terminology more or less. I mean, just paying what he's worth if you're going to wait, but right. I think you're at, the, I'm at the point now I'm totally comfortable with an extension. Do it, yeah. do it. It's like he, nothing has said, Actually, I think it just passed on the uh, the ticker right now. Nothing has said how this isn't it, right? There's further right. discussions on right. extensions and who's that going to be maybe. I think Mitch Keller, you have to be in that talk right now, and I think that would be a big boost if he is extended. Right. Yeah, I think – I mean, I know they don't really care about the fans. It would be a great message to send to the fans. and I. But more importantly, it would be a great message to send to the team. If you produce, you know, we're going to keep you. Um, we're not going to – trade you, you know, three, you know, four years into your career and, and get more prospects. We're actually, if you produce, if you look like you can be a part of this future and contending right. team, we are going to keep you. So yeah, that's what we'll wait and see for that. <laughs> sure. So 12 minutes on Mitch Keller, 
well worth every it. single one of them. I, I, he could, we well could go 15 more and then say, yeah, and there was a home run. So <laughs> Right. But let's get to the game um, a little bit more here. Much of the woes that were happening all of May, all of this losing streak still here. And, and while Mitch Keller was dealing, no offense behind him. And I should say no offense. I mean, I guess offense was happening sparingly. But then, of course, the big thing that's been always the issue so far, running to scoring position, just getting guys on base, not able to drive them in. Um, like I jokingly said, Austin Hedges has a leadoff double. And then you get <laughs> another hit and a walk in that inning and when, no score. Right. When we uh, – on Owings, you know, we got thrown out to end that inning, the, the prior inning. And I'm like, come on. You can't get thrown out with Austin Hedges. We have to get Austin Hedges up there so we can go into the next inning – you know, starting out with keep Ryan Hayes and, uh, and then Austin Hedges, you know, <laughs> a double and, and yeah, it didn't, it didn't matter because yeah, at least he didn't get did. thrown out trying to steal. Um, you know, he hasn't done that yet. Um, what I think Hayes was caught trying to steal twice. twice. Uh, Castro was, you know, I, I don't know. I know we were leading the major leagues in stolen bases after this week. We must be leading the major leagues and caught stealing. I mean, <laughs> I, I I like the aggressiveness. I really do. I like that we were stealing bases. I like that we're pushing the envelope. But when you kind of get into this kind of slump and, and you, you have to chip away and you have to, you just have to try to generate something. And I guess, I mean, that's what running, but like maybe be a little more cautious, maybe not have getting guys, you know, thrown at it third. All right. So four for 40 my goodness four for 43 at runners yeah, while the scrape says four for 43 with runners in scoring position in may which i'm not even gonna fact check i believe it i believe it too i, I i'm surprised we have four hits with runners in scoring. Yeah. <laughs> the right. only one i can remember is, is santana hit a you know a uh, two run uh single double whatever the other that's it i can't even remember so yeah we've been we've been awful offensively we're sort of back to where I feared we'd be, where we only have three or four guys in the lineup that can actually hit. Um, you know, we're still talking about, you know, Brian Hayes is hitting the ball hard and Jack Sawinski is having encouraging at-bats. And instead of, hey, you know, he had a hit, <laughs> two doubles, you know. So it'd be nice to, to get back to, you know, dissecting an inning where, you know, we had a hit and they didn't move him over and a guy got in with a sack fly and then the next guy hits a home run, you know, that sort of thing. We, we're not having a lot of uh, uh, stringing anything together whatsoever. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. That's definitely been talk. And of course, right now, this lineup, and we'll talk a little bit about the, the depth isn't there. But to the Cabrian Hayes point, he has been turning it up lately. Um, I know, like in the leadoff position, he's that's his best spot so far. He's an above average hitter in the leadoff yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, it's his best, but also he's had this is the third game in a row where he's had multiple hits. So today he got he got two hits and a two walk. Hits. Right. Yesterday in uh, against Toronto, he got two hits. The day before, he also got two hits. So he has six hits in the last three games. Um, and also on top of that, uh, two walks. So like he's getting on base. He's I understand, like, you're talking like the power. Like, he does hit hard. The power, I don't think, translates too much in his slugging uh, as he hits the ball hard. But he's hitting better. He's looking a little bit better as of right now, which is a lot more he, than most this team you can say right. for. He should be a leadoff hitting shortstop. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then Wisowinski also today, uh, yeah, he's looking better against lefties, but today was a lefty. He also had it was a blue pit, but it, hey, it counts. It's a hit. It's a hit. He also it, drew a, a very good walk early on. So, yeah, like it's it's not producing, but those are things you do like to see. And so far, they're doing that part. And you need them. I think the I, biggest. Every single superstar has those, you know, blue pits, and you know, they get, you know, they get those, and they get what that, that's all part of it. I just lost right. You. Oh. Well, you work on that. I've done enough of those during these post games. Um, but yeah, like, I guess what I want to say too is like the, the thing is though also now Swinski was striking out a lot last week. So I mean, yeah, that's definitely a problem. But the issue hasn't been so much on those guys. No. It's just again like the lack of depth. I mean, there's right. like three hitters. It's like 2022 all over again, right? One through three, one through four, or really like two through four four or five are yeah, yeah, decent five, right and then outside of that there's just no hitters and you've had Andor, you've had matthias and of course hedges right and today oh we were kind of leaning right. that way right chris owings comes up makes yeah. his debut you have hedges there with swinski facing the lefty like seven eight nine looked very very suspect now we talked swinski did come through today right. chris owings did make his debut he goes one for three today he had a hit right. his very first at bat and then yes hedges even hedges got the double now he couldn't bunt over Brian yeah, Hayes I know. in second base. That I used was to get mad at pitchers when pitchers couldn't bunt a guy over. It drove me crazy. This is a guy who knows right. he can't hit, but has to get four or five at bats every game. You should sure. always be able to bunt a guy over every single time. Yeah. So complete failure there, but he yeah. did get the double. And again, I'll give him credit. I know it's a almost type of deal, but. That was a great defensive play. He almost probably had a second double of the game um, yeah. in the yeah. eighth inning, was it, I think. But he does. I mean, I mean, it didn't count. But he hey, to kudos to him. Hard. It's Austin Hedges. He almost had two doubles. That says right. a lot. Right. If he has it, come on. If, if, if he can give us three doubles a week at this point. You know, Hedges' problem is all the Asking things he does one. well are intangible. <laughs> you know? Everything he does well are the intangibles. And nothing tangible he doesn't do anything i guess other than framing you know stealing some strikes so so yeah it's it's really nice to see him you know again if he had just bunted the guy over and got a double like wow that but what hey two nothing win i I don't want to nitpick too much but yeah there were still a lot of the same issues that have been going on during the losing streak so uh, the offense still has work to do i think this is a good show where during the winning streak, right, when there were losses like the Dodgers, there's a lot of good to take from it. This is one of those wins where there's still a lot of negative to take from it. Right, right. I guess that's what's happening. Like Mitch Keller looked amazing. And yes, Rodolfo Cash had the two-run shot, which of course gave them the lead and the win. But in this 2 nothing win, there were still a lot of the same struggles that you're finding that we're, you know, we are talking yeah. about. I guess, um, yeah. Terrible with runners in scoring position. Three yes. guys thrown out on the bases, right? Uh, not stringing hits together. The whole, you know. And now Brian Reynolds, I mean, it's only two games, but, you know, now it's like, oh, no, Brian Reynolds, has he caught the, you know, can't hit hit the virus as well? So Yeah, though, I mean, he he had two drives to deep center field yeah. that just, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, it's one of those things, hey, it's baseball, right? That's one of those, right. it's baseball. It's part of the game. Um, but I guess the good thing about today, though, was it was just five strikeouts on the day. So the Pirates have been striking out way too much recently. That's calmed down a little bit these past two games. Um, and then, like I said, that the, the hits, the, the getting on base has 
come. It's just right. The runners in scoring position hasn't really done so. But let's get to the scoring. So Connor Joe, revenge game, Connor Joe, right? Connor Joe draws a walk, which that's not the, the only time we've seen, you know, a guy get on base. Like, okay, great. So how's the rest of the lineup going to screw this up? Rodolfo Castro comes through in the clutch. He hits the, the big bomb today. So he gets the, the runs to nothing. Um, he did have a walk today as well. So Castro goes one for two today with a home run and a walk. As I keep touting, like offensively, the numbers are still there. I know he's not. I mean, he was on fire for that. He, one. Yeah, he, he's not on fire now, but he's still he's hitting 255, I think. I, I, yeah, at this time, you know. 263. Okay. He's right. getting on base. Just defensively, though, I know the struggles have been been there. Today, though, for a team, it was pretty clean defense. Pretty clean game, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Chris Owings is up for one reason. or well, two reasons. Because Castro and Bay have proven they can't handle shortstop. Um, and, and, and that's unfortunate. And I've, you've tweeted out about this a lot. Uh, ben Sherrington has acquired 172 middle infielders. And we should not call them middle infielders because they are at second basements at best, second baseman at best. They're not yeah. shortstops, right? I a lot mean, of DHs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we a lot kidding. of 190 pound yeah. DHs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that strike out a lot and don't get on base, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, um, but again, pretty clean game today. Uh, a, a lot of that stuff that had plagued the, the, the pitching staff last week did not occur today. We, we did not allow base runners on through just sheer, you know, lack of focus, stupidity or, or any of that kind of stuff. Oh, that's yeah. short, but I'm sorry, Tyler. It, it's, uh, yeah. Whoever said it, you're a genius. It's true. <laughs> and it would really be nice. I mean, Really well, we do have a really good shortstop, I believe, on the roster. He just plays third base, so <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I, I I won't get into that, but no, um, no, that's a whole another show. You can save that for you know, right? It just then you also would have a hole at third base, so yeah, yeah, who's, who's playing that position? Well, it just <clears throat> well, Castro, right? He seems to I be guess. better at third, he still makes it very interesting but, over there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. But just imagine the Pandora's box that would open if. Key Brian Hayes went and played shortstop and and became a league average hitter, uh, and then Cruz comes back. What do you do, right? I mean, that would just be, you know, if he, he you know, Brian Hayes is playing Goldville shortstop, you, uh, yeah, the, I don't think the Pirates want to face that problem. They'll just stick with Key Brian at, at third. Yeah. Well, so other than that, again, like anything else that stood out that you want to talk about in this game. Now, I mean, everything is overshadowed by Mitch Keller. Yeah. Um, and there's no bullpen to talk about, so that cuts yeah, out like a yeah. third of our show. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. We we didn't have to question who we brought in, when, how long you let him pitch, who went back for a second <laughs> inning. None of that. None of right. our, our staples. None of our good five, ten-minute time fillers there. So. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, just kind of run it down here. Um, you know, Hayes was the only person with multi-hits. He had two today. Did get caught, get caught stealing twice, which the second one was a really, really good throw. The first one, that was bad everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't. I know I said it there that it looked very lazy when I saw the replay. I mean, he didn't get a good jump. I don't know if it was really just lazy. I mean, he, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. He had to go. I mean, he had just taken off two times before that to second. I don't know if he was just tired and out of breath, but <laughs> I hope you're really not out of shape as a professional athlete. 
doing that twice. Yeah. It's but, not even uh, 90 feet anymore. <laughs> right. So yeah, he got thrown out twice today, which that's something we talked about also. You know, he led the team last year in stolen bases. Um, I don't think he'll lead it this year. Obviously, there's a, you said they're very aggressive. There's a lot of guys that are faster than him. Right. But if he's not going to have the power, and of course, if he is going to be in the leadoff spot, especially right now with Cruz being out, you know, him having that stolen base could make him a much more productive guy. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'll say this. Like, I do like his aggressiveness. I do like him stealing bases because that can be an added value for him. If he's a third baseman that's not getting for 20 home runs, like then be a third baseman who can steal 25 bases. Right. Uh, right. It's, it's a great way yeah, to add, add offensive value. Um, right. in, in an area that he struggled in his whole career. So if, if he can, you know, generate a few more, uh, you know, bases and helps, you know, score some more runs because of that. Absolutely. However, <laughs> you know, you can't get thrown out twice in a game. You just can't, you can't get thrown out at third, uh, especially when a team is just struggling, struggling to score runs. And I know, right. I, I know it's sort of a, a sort of like a double standard, you know, if, if he runs and gets it, we love it. Oh, that's what we got to do. We have to be aggressive. And the minute we get caught, what are you doing? That's so reckless. So I, I understand where it's a little unfair, but you know, as you said, that's part of the game. If, if, you know, if you're, you're getting outs, we're going to, you're going to be held accountable. So, yeah. I mean, you're totally okay in saying that because I know I didn't do the post game show, but one thing that stood out was like, like the Bay caught stealing on third base the other night. Right. Cinco de Mayo. I know that yeah. one because I wasn't watching the game and doing <laughs> other things. But like situationally, you don't want him stealing that. And like that's like you're saying with Castro, like you don't want him stealing the base right then and there. Right. You like the aggressiveness, but there's times when not to be. Right. Um, well, I mean, again, with someone like Bay and his speed, if you're on second base, uh, 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 you know, just over the head of the second baseman, there's a good chance you're going to score. So there is no reason for right. you to be reckless you know, getting, right. if you get there, take it, you know, Hey, then, then a pass ball gets us a run it. There's, you know, that's, that's great, but you cannot, I mean, it, it's, you know, I, I think Bob Locke said, he's, you know, I've said this a million times over the pitch. You can't make the first or third out at third base. So, mm-hmm. and you sure can't run into it like that. You just, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know with that said, again, there wasn't a whole lot, much more to talk about. Santana did go over three today. Kutch did go over three. Did have a walk. Uh, he had a really bad plate appearance, but it's one of those where the ump was right. He not calling I, too great. I, right. I think he felt like he didn't stand a chance. He was up there with a toothpick or something because right, he didn't know what to swing at. And and Kutch knows the strike zone apparently better than this call up umpire. So, but that <laughs> and listen, we, I, it, it seems that that is a theme for this year across the major leagues. Uh, so we, we might as well adjust. I mean, I guess the only thing it's going to do is speed up the robo ump, but, um, umpiring is going to be bad. We, you know, so on those, uh, borderline pitches, you, you might want to consider trying to at least foul it off. Yep. So with that said, I don't think there's really too much more else to talk about unless we just want to go back and have a Mitch color podcast <laughs> after show party. We could I'm do down it. for that. Right. Yeah. But, right. But again, like I great performance. I know great performance by Mitch Keller. The pirates now with the victory under them, they face the, the uh, Rockies again tomorrow. Big day. We have someone making their 2023 debut for the pirates. Luis Not Ortiz has it been officially announced, but yes, right. We not officially announced. It's still TBD, 
but I'll tell you this: if it's not him, there's something going on, and something we ride. Really weird. Right, right, yeah. There's something. Yeah, we're going down with to get the pitchforks and uh, torches out because <laughs> right. There's no reason to put him on the taxi squad. There was no reason to have him have that short start the other day in AAA. Exactly. But, you know. So uh, yeah, I mean, but I could see I'm, I could see Charrington doing something like that to us. Stop it, dog. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Yeah, it should be Luis Ortiz tomorrow. And again, that's something to look forward to. Uh, this Colorado team is bad. He, you know, you'd much rather debut against them than Toronto or Tampa. So, yeah, let's go, you know, and go out and give home, us a good start. Yeah. Not in Denver. Right. 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 Go out and give us a good solid, you know, six innings and uh, let's get another win. Let's get a win streak going again. Um, there it we, is. We can beat bad teams. I mean, that's. I always say it's, it's, you know, the first step in the evolution of becoming a good team is first thing you have to do is be able to beat the bad teams. And the Pirates haven't been able to do that. I mean, how many times in the past two or three seasons have we're like, oh, great, we're going to see Cincinnati. And then we lose two out of three. Oh, great. The, you know, Baltimore's coming in. They, they, they're, they're on pace for 110 losses. They win two out of three. You know, they sweep us. So, so far this year, other than that opener against Cincinnati, we're handling the teams that are uh, not as good as or us or as good. So that's very that's, fair to say, right? So it's part of the growth. We got smacked in the mouth, and I mean, last week we were not outclassed. We, you know, we just threw the ball away, and we, you know, again, four for forty-three with runners in scoring position. That doesn't even seem possible. I mean, you you would think just a again, a, a, like a a bloop somewhere would come along, but no. So um, I'm not too. We're twenty-one and fifteen. We're in first place. It's May 8th. I didn't have that on my uh, you know, prediction sheet. I watched your over and under show. You guys, I don't think, had the Pirates in first place. You know, <laughs> we, you know no. we're, we're all predicting 72. So I predicted 79. But, I mean, we, we're, you know, I didn't believe it. <laughs> I was just trying to will it into <laughs> existence. You know, I mean, we all thought. Well, you did, Doug. Yes, yeah, hey, I bet the over. So I, I did believe that we would, you know, win 67 games for sure. So Right. Um, yeah, we didn't say it. Before the show, we talked about it. You, right, the good luck charm, this wasn't Mitch Keller's day. This was Doug. Doug stopped the losing streak. I want everyone to realize and understand this. You know. Mitch Keller played a part in Doug's plan. Yeah. I, Mitch, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, I'm a team player. I just wanted to support you out there. And we play one game at a time. And – so yeah can't wait can't wait to do my next post game show <laughs> there it is yeah we got to go after that doug's out here yeah. thinking telling mitch keller you're welcome <laughs> all right you can't well, let's get out it. of here <laughs> we appreciate you all for watching again we'll be back tomorrow hopefully for another victory we'll see you later bye-bye take it easy guys Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.